we're a little late, but we're starting, and we're here, and I don't really know when this is going to go up, but it's going to go up, and you'll get the Michael Rose experience, your weekly dose. You know, I found out that people are actually listening to this shit, and uh, apparently there's like some sort of fan base growing, because somebody was talking about me to somebody. And she just randomly brought my name up and she said a girl like flipped out and was like, oh my God, I listen to this podcast every week. Girl, it's a lonely road out there. (laughs) I'm glad somebody out here listening to this shit. (sighs) If we could just get a few more, more than a few more. Anyways, girlfriend, we got somebody on the phone today. She's not quite in the studio. So it might sound a little different. That's because we got some some new things going on around here. Got some calling in, so we'll be starting some segment. What the hell? It looks like hey. our caller hung up. Oh, did she hang up? Oh, she's calling back. Is that what it sounded like when it... Welcome. House of Beauty, this is Cutie. How may I help you? No? What had happened? Not quite sure. <laughs> It keeps dropping her for some reason. Oh. It was, I mean, we were on the phone for a very long time. I know, before right? Before we started this. I wonder if her phone died. Hmm. Well, let's see if I can get some intel here. What had happened? We're having some technical difficulties. We were on the phone. Oh, oh. Hello? Caller, are you there? Yes. Yeah, I'm here. Are we going to be okay? Good morning. Good morning or afternoon or evening or whatever it is, wherever you are. Yes, (laughs) it's morning. It's a beautiful morning in my neighborhood. Okay, so, you know, I like to bum rush people because people like to not show up and do what they're supposed to be doing or whatever. You know, Angelo gave me this stuff. He kills me with that damn name. Anyway, he's supposed to be here because this is his topic and this is what we had on the schedule to talk about today, but he ain't here, so we're going to keep on talking about it and maybe we'll talk about it when we get back. we all family, hell, it's probably going to be the same opinion. Me and him agree on a lot of shit anyway. Exactly. Um, (laughs) He'll be all right. Uh, So, he sent me this link of Charlemagne's donkey of the day and he was talking about this 39-year-old man that done killed his mama dog. Because she wouldn't mm-hmm. let him have sex in the house. Uh-uh. So I had to go and I read uh-uh. and I looked it up because um, I can't play the little clip or whatever. So we have the New York Post. This man that made it all over the place with this damn story. Apparently he's from Texas. A Texas man, this is the New York Post, uh, enraged that his mom wouldn't let him have sex in the house, picked up her dog and threw it so hard that his heart burst, killing it. According to news reports, James Garcia, 39, who was who has lived with his parents in San Antonio on and off for four years, asked his mom for permission to bring a woman into the home to have sex in his bedroom on October 24th. (laughs) When the mom refused to allow the woman in, Garcia allegedly hurled the dog Roxy. 18 feet across the home, according to court records obtained by the outlet. Then he took off, Uh leaving the helpless pup to suffer on the kitchen floor, the record said. Roxy was rushed to the veterinarian's office, but it was too late. The throat was so violent that it caused Roxy's heart to burst, eventually bleeding to death, the veterinarian said. Garcia returned to the home while police were still there and told them he didn't like hurting the dog. The court record said he was arrested Saturday, but is now out on a $5,000 bond. Out where is my question? Say what? Oh, you said out out, out, out in, in the where, streets, where, honey. Where, where, was he, where was he released to? Because, you to, know, they have to have an address when they release a person. To his mama house, probably. Bullshit. Couldn't be mine. I'm pretty sure it was to his mama's when house. When you start... I'm sure I'm um, destroying property. You got to go. I'm 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 almost 
willing to put money on the fact that homegirl didn't bond him out and give her his address, her address to use. No, because he done killed the damn dog in front of her, so she probably think he a lunatic at this point, and she ran for the hills if she's smart. Well, I have so many questions right now because... He wanted that coochie. <laughs> well, yeah, he wanted some cootie cat. <laughs> but I'm trying to figure out, number one... Can you not afford to just go get a little room? Would they be like forty, fifty dollars? You can get a couple, a couple of hours, right? I'm, it's is it um, not a motel around you, the Groupon, you, or you know, Expedia? If your situation is so unmanageable that at thirty nine years old you're living at home with your mother and have the audacity to ask her that you, that you can have sex under her roof, it's it's tragic. Common sense is not your friend. It's not. Because why would you even have to ask you? Why are you even trying to do that at your mama's house if she home at? Excuse that me, part. at that age, she old. I'm not trying to mm-mm. be like the rest. Be like the rest of the fucking people. Wait till she leave. She gone to church. Yes. Or do okay. And then so my next line of questioning <laughs> is: What kind of woman is going? <laughs> what kind of any grown person? A man a going mini, to a woman house. Mini, uh, mini, a, a woman going to a mini. man house who living with their parents. And gonna stand there and wait for him to ask. Like, they done, first of all, you done bum rushed mama because you done brought homegirl to the dough, it, according to the yes. news reports. But, but young folks do that shit all the time because they think it's either slick or they don't have common sense. A lot of people will show up at your house with an other person in their car uninvited. And then wonder why you won't let them in. And see, I'm a funny acting bitch. I will tell you, your friend can sit in the car. I didn't ask you to bring nobody oh, with you. Hell, I didn't ask you to bring your ass. And here you are. So whatever it is you need to get, leave my dope crack so I can watch that motherfucker in the car. Get your shit and get the fucking stepping. Mm. And that's that. The end of the book, close it up. Ain't no need to flip a chapter, none of that shit. But, I don't leave you with no questions, no doubts, and no uh, <laughs> misunderstandings. You don't do that. It's someone else's home. It doesn't matter how old you are. You have to respect their home and their rules. Mm-hmm. If you're 82 and you living in somebody else's house, it doesn't fucking matter. If they tell you to be home at noon because I'm locking my fucking door, then that's what it is until you're able to live elsewhere. And if you are able to live elsewhere, fly, little birdie, fly. Yeah. Yeah. You made a key point, though. You said that's what young people do. We're talking about a 39-year-old man. This man is about to be 40 years old. Youth is in the mind, baby. He is not emotionally matured. He has a failure to launch. Um, I know that people have seen that movie (laughs) with Matthew McConaughey, another good Texas boy. Failure to launch. Grown motherfuckers is scared to go out into the world to, to... sink or swim on their own. Is that what that was about? I've seen the movie. I mean, I've seen like yeah. the title, but I've never seen it. He was living at home with his mom. He was living at home with his mom and his daddy. Oh. Well, that's the same for this situation here. So maybe he, you know, it was like foreshadowing. He McConaughey. He's from Texas. That's Matthew Cousin. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I'm lying. I'm just making up stuff. But the point of the matter okay. is that he didn't have no business Living at home with his mama at 39 years old. Which leads me to the next question. How old is too old to be at home? Because at 39 Mm. years, I mean, I'm 26 and I still live at home with my mama. You finna get a two for one right now, Reese. You finna get a two for one because Reese just walked in. Reese! Hey, Reese! Oh, stay over there till I get there. Yes, I so know she like to dip mothers. in and dip out and stuff. With emptiness, and I haven't seen her in a while. Was she here? <laughs> okay, well, we're gonna have to uh, expedite this process. But anyway, catch up on catch up on what we're talking about. Hello, I, I haven't even heard her voice. The thirty-nine-year-old man here in Texas was living with his mother. He comes home one night with a woman with it with him and asks his mama, "Can he bring that woman in so they can do the huckabuck?" And the mama she said, said no. So hook-a-book. he got mad and picked up her little dog Roxy, threw it across the room, eighteen feet, killed the dog, mm-hmm. and then he got arrested and he's released on a five thousand dollar bond. But where he released to, Reese, could he come look home it up? No, it's public information. James Garcia. He's at home with his mama. He, Where did she he let go? Him back in. 
Oh, well, she crazy. She must be lonely. It might it might be a benefit to her. Well, it says I his parents. It, the, the article says that he's been living at home with his parents. Maybe they like that. It is something else freaky going on, and she just trying to keep him from getting some other coochie. No, 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 no. It says, the article says that he's living at home <laughs> with his parents. I guess it's just talking about the mom mainly because it was her dog. Okay, and it was probably her that made the decision that no, he couldn't bring... The, yeah, she she uh, he the asked the mama to, to to let the woman in, and 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 the mama said no. So, like I said, how old is too old to be at home? Because both of y'all got grown kids, and I'm a grown kid, and I don't really know how to classify. Okay. I don't think I, I I stay at home with my mama, but both our names is on that goddamn lease, so we stay with each other. We both pay bills. Right. severe situation. What's severe? Because I don't know. Health, say, I don't know. Okay. Well, part of the reason I moved back home with my mama was for health reasons. I gave him nine months, but no longer. And we had an agreement from day one, and he was actually under the nine months. But he was making a plan, and he was executing as he was going. That's because we all followed the plan. But some people, they just get comfortable. And they just want to stop because they feel like I'm we're obligated. No, we're obligated to take care of them. No, after the age yes, of the 10, hell you are. I'm technically not supposed to be taking care of you. I didn't What's ask you to be here. This is oh, it's your responsibility. You're not. You're not going to ever be off the hook because I didn't ask you to make me. I didn't ask to be here. That's at birth. That's an infant. But you are responsible. Ah, as a grown ass man, I didn't ask to be here and be an adult. Okay, well, I'm not. Asking, I'm not telling you what's hooked. Take care of me, but I'm real good and comfortable at this house with her. It don't matter. You were too comfortable because you were comfortable enough to bring a bitch to the doorstep without discussing it with me beforehand. You was too damn comfortable, and that means that you had long passed since overstayed your welcome. Well, see, here's my thing, and I guess. But he could have come home. I know he could have come home. That's what Michael said at the beginning. He clearly can't afford a hotel room. Have had a sense of entitlement, the indignity to come to your mother's door with a woman already. You didn't even have the ball well, to have a conversation with your mama in advance. If you wouldn't thought you had that kind of relationship with your mother, because there are parents out there that parent differently and have those open type of relationships. If you thought you had that kind of relationship with your mother, why then would you not have discussed it with her beforehand? Why would you show up at her door, probably at a late hour, with this brawl? Well, I mean, I don't know because, you know, my uh, the dude, my daughter, who had been messing with, uh, his mama let my daughter and my grandson move in with them. And they slept in the same room. And my daughter, you know, they wasn't old as nothing. They was young. So just imagine 
Just wait until she gone and ain't got to worry about all that creeping and sneaking and shit. What? I said, or you just wait until she gone and ain't nobody got to worry about all that creeping and sneaking and shit. She got to go to the grocery store and she got to go to church. You know that take most mamas about two hours. You can do some stuff in two hours. You you can get it done as long as you schedule properly. And and the person that's coming on over understands what the situation is. But I'm still trying to figure out, did homegirl not have nowhere to go? Or she just didn't want him at her house. And did you want it that bad that you gonna go to his mama house? Say that what? Another question, but then that's even closer you to the phone. See what kind of mentality that he got? You know, she probably dingy as hell. The mama or the girl? We pulled up in front of your mama house. I'm gonna have some questions. What you doing? You just going to get a bag or something? What? They yeah, had to have discussed that on the way, because from the way that the article is written, homegirl was at the door. It sounded like she was standing on the porch. Yes. <laughs> this granny, until she seen Roxy fly his ass across that damn living room. Poor Roxy. Roxy's the only one who's gotten hurt out of all of this. Uh, well, probably uh, J- uh, Garcia's balls, too, because I'm sure he got blue balls at this point. Uh... But that poor dog. Now, dog I would be blue. They hmm. match his brain. Yeah. Because it's blue from lack of oxygen. I just... Uh, I, don't, I don't know what to say about 39 I and you like asking you, to go have sex at your... You, you 39, you ain't got no money for no hotel room. We got a problem. Well, it's a whole lot of problems in this story. And how old was the gal? That's what, uh, where is okay. Garcia at? Can we get him on the phone? Here's the question that I have. Somebody posted this on Facebook, and I don't know, I can't remember where the group was that it was posted, but they posted this comment and said, if you're struggling financially, you shouldn't be worried about fucking. Say that one more time. When your finances, if you're struggling financially, you know what I'm saying? If you're living with other people, you're homeless, you ain't got a car, you know what I'm saying? You got other shit going on in your life that should be a priority where your focuses should actually be, then fucking should be the last damn thing on your mind. Unless you fucking for some money. Well, that part. I mean, you know, you have to do what you have to do. <laughs> and it Manifest is what it is. <laughs> Nobody is judging anybody. We have all had some some times that were low. Got times right now. I'm just saying. So uh, lay it low and spread it wide. As long as there is <laughs> some cash. If it in between. does no harm, do as you please. I mean, I'm not saying go be a prostitute, but I mean, you need yeah, to reap the benefits of your harvest. You shouldn't be running around here, like you said, just fucking any and every goddamn thing, and you got bills to that need to be paid. You spending time exactly. wasting time. But but I'm talking about but you know how much time goes into uh, this is just prepping me. and getting now, in ready to fuck and then else. fucking and then cleaning up after fucking yeah. five minutes later be fucking. Oh. But most people need some type of interaction that takes time, that takes energy. That ain't most that ain't, that ain't what folks need these days. I ain't even back in. But that's what I'm saying. But like you, you um, you moving too fast, and it's taking too, or it's taking too much of your energy away from the thing that you need to be paying all of your energy to. Well, and that's yeah. part of the problem. Your focus, your priorities is off. Yes, emotional maturity and focus. Okay, so 
And I, Reese, I say you it because said, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a victim. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm not a victim. I'm a survivor. A survivor. I'm a survivor. Yeah. Reset. Being emotionally immature gets you into a whole lot of shit. Yes, it does. So you, allows you to make really poor choices. Absolutely, nothing but poor choices, in my opinion. And it's nothing but a poor, yes, yeah, nothing but a poor choice that would cause a 39 year old man to walk up on his mother's porch with a concubine in tow. <laughs> There is nothing but emotional immaturity all up and through there. Yeah. Because yeah. he does but not you know have what? She's enabling him because to even feel any shame or any type of indecency about the shit that he's about to ask his mother, the woman who labored, gave birth to him, and apparently took pretty good damn care of him because he thought enough to come back at 39 years old and be living there. Because well, if she was a horrible bitch, he'd have flew the coop a long damn time ago. True enough. She's got to be enabling this behavior for him to even feel comfortable well, enough, like you oh, said, to bring the concubine to the house. Because it says on and off for the past four years, he, um, he, he's been going home and leaving and going home and leaving. So, like you say, he's got to be making some terrible-ass decisions and fucking around with the fuck around, obviously. So, Reese said 20, somewhere around 20, 21, and then you leave the door open in case some help is needed, but you only given a three to six month window. That's right. Okay, so Marty, what say you? What time, what, what age they got to get up out the house? Because for me, I do believe that somewhere between 18 and 21, you need to have left and tried. To be gone. I, I agree right. with that. Now, however, I don't agree with just putting them out. Uh, I think that's a lot. Because sometimes, because oh. I don't think the 18 is grown. I don't think 20 is grown. I don't think 21 is grown. No, we just say, we just say that's about being grown. But see, the point is, okay, if you get something, when you, you get to talk to certain shit. Yes. Yes. Hold on. Okay, so when you get to talk to certain shit and you under my roof, and, she, and so that means you're telling me that you're grown. Yeah. I'm going to allow you the opportunity to experience the grownness yes. of your own time and your own place. Absolutely. So that's why I will kick them the fuck out. Because yeah. I did that to my daughter and my grandson. So I get it. But in the long run, and she didn't go nowhere. She didn't go on her own. She went to my, my mama's, you know, because mm-hmm. there's other people that's going to come save you. Mm-hmm. And they got to experience that stuff, too. But I still, you know, and at the end of the day, it did show her it's either going to break you or make you. Mm-hmm. But now she has more respect because now she's a mother and she understands that, you know, you can't go nowhere and pay $50 a month and think that you run shit. Oh, no. So, <laughs> no, no, you know, no. And when I say they should leave, I mean, like. I mean, if you got it, you you do you working and you got it to go live on your own and get an apartment, then definitely try that and experience that. Um, and like you say, if things happen at, at a certain point and you feel like it's a little too much, then you go home and you stack your money, but you still need to contribute to that household. But I think everybody should take their ass to school and live the college life for at least a year, a semester or something. Experience yeah, that. Yeah, you, but you have to try. Some people are so afraid or, you know, people have... Uh, What's the word? Failure to launch? No. You know, like like in my in my case, my, my mother and father made my daughter feel like she was always a baby, even now. So she felt like she didn't need to do nothing but call on them. Mm. You know, and I'm like, well, eventually they have to do what you said. Right. Because I'm not but I'm like, eventually they gonna they gonna be gone. And then what you gonna do? You know, because you haven't experienced anything. And then what are you gonna be able to to tell your your child at that point. And she now she understands because I'm like, you have to live life and you have to live it as if nobody is there. So I get, you know, but we, sometimes we hinder our own kids because we want to protect them, but we protecting them, but we, we're not allowing them to live life because when we're gone, because we all got to die, what, what are you going to do? You, you won't even know how to handle life. You're not going to know what to do. And and who, uh, ain't no other grown person going to just be like, okay, come on in. You know, because even when she lived with that lady, she thought, okay, well, I ain't got to wash dishes or nothing. No, no, no. 
you got to clean up. You got to do something. And, you know, she was like, oh, oh yeah, it's rules that everybody has. But to me, and, and, and this is why I think for me, interacting with certain people causes conflict in my spirit. Because I don't understand how it's not a normal understanding in the brain that if I'm in someone's home and I use something, I'm going to clean it and replace it in the place where it was because I got it from. Because it was not taught. They but yeah, I know for a fact that it was. But, it, you know, but it, I believe there is a rebellion. I, no, I believe there's a rebellion in one's spirit that they dislike being told things when they were young. And because of that, there's certain shit that they just refuse to do. I'm like that. And I think, does that make sense? Like if you, if you got yeah. your ass whooped for vacuum, for, for not vacuuming, mm-hmm. then you become grown and you so rebellious and you tell your partner, I'll do anything in the house, but I'm not running the vacuum. That's me now. I hate cleaning the kitchen because we used to have to clean the goddamn kitchen Every day. It was me one day, then my sister one day. Me one day, then sister. We tried to do that your week, my week shit that didn't work. It was you clean this motherfucker. And then my parents wanted their kitchen clean and spotless. It better not be a fork. It better not be a plate. It better not be shit in that goddamn sink when you motherfuckers get done eating and go to bed. And so there were plenty of times we would get in trouble, get our ass, woke up out of our sleep, getting your ass beat because you ain't cleaning the kitchen and all that kind of shit. So now that I'm grown... I would let them motherfucking dishes sit there for two or three days before I wash them hoes. And sometimes I would let them sit there long enough, especially if I didn't have no dishes. If like if the dirty dishes That's ain't mine. If the dishes ain't mine, I will let that shit sit there until my mama clean that shit. Bitch, you clean you dirtied it up, you're gonna clean it up. That's your that's your mess. You clean it, but if it was yeah. a joint mess, then I let. Sometimes I let it sit there for two or three days, just to, I'm, I, because I'm grown and I get to it when I get to. It. I've been working all day. I'm tired, just like you tired. You didn't wash them. I'm not washing them. Leave me alone. <laughs> yes, I do. But why not? My just, name is Michael, and I just, do that. Why not just clean, especially if you in somebody else's home? I'm in my home. This want. is my house. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, so at that point, that's you got you, you, you got this choice. Yeah, you have a choice, you know, like because I don't like I know I don't like following other people's rules. I know I don't like how uh spick and span smell. I mean, I I don't like washing dishes, so I want paper plates and paper cups and shit. I don't give a fuck if I got company or not. You gonna either bring your own plate, <laughs> or we gonna eat off a paper plate. But I and I know that, and so I left the house at seventeen and didn't go back. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, it's sometimes we have to make a choice. You have to know who you are. And it's all cool, because I know I can't say with my mama that the house left me at 18 with 11 months old. Shit, my mama just died. And it was like, what the fuck is you going to do now? Mm. Life is, I mean, life, there's a, there has to be a balance in everybody's life. There's going to be bad shit that happens to you, but if you are honest with yourself, there's just as much good shit that has happened in your life than there is bad shit. If you spend all the time focused on just the bad shit, you will spiral into a fucking depression. Mm-hmm. And speaking from personal experience, having time to go back and think about my life and, you know, spend some time with myself, spend some time getting to know myself a little bit better. I got a long way to go, but I feel a long way from where I was a year ago. Mm. Yeah, I think you and have if to... You don't know who, if you don't know who you are and, and the shit that you want to achieve in life, clean up. It's just simple. That's, that's, little, that's like little bullshit shit. Just do that shit so that you can get on with the other shit. Hygiene is like a a necessity in life. And if you can't discipline yourself enough to take care of basic hygiene needs, however are you going to discipline yourself to deal with real issues in life? That's what our parents was trying to teach us. Mm -hmm. It was a discipline. They wanted to discipline us to understand that if you do this shit every day, this is like working a job. This is like creating a business. 
You have to commit to it. You have to put all of yourself into it and do it right the first time. That way, nobody can come and wake you up out of your sleep in the middle of the night because you didn't do the shit that you were supposed to do. That's what good parents are supposed to be teaching their children, in my opinion. Now, there's many methods that are used to try to affect that same bottom line. There you go. Because I was finna say, honey. But that is what, but wow. the end goal is to make your children viable, productive human beings that are capable of living independently so that they don't wind up swinging on a pole or any of the other shit out of need. They never, you never want your kids to be in need of shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think. I mean, so then they'll understand that it takes hard work. I mean, but the balance, but the balance is you never really in need because everything is going to be provided to you if you do the shit that you're supposed to be doing in alignment. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't need anything. Well, life is going to come and hit your you ass upside the head at right any now, given moment today, anyway, and not look and not not be unhappy or miserable because I've lost any of these things. I shouldn't need anything that much. That's where I'm trying to be. You shouldn't need nothing well, but I peace and I serenity want, I want to have like that. The type of joy in my life that I can walk away from anything and still be happy and still be be at peace. And I don't have that right now because I'm connected to things in a, in an unhealthy way. It's about your mindset. You have to make the choice, exactly. like you say, about about focusing on. What you gonna focus on? Either you gonna focus on the good or you gonna focus on the bad. Very cliche. Half full, half empty. You either gonna choose to wake up and say, I'm gonna be the fuck all right, and whatever the fuck is gonna happen is gonna happen, and I'm gonna roll with these punches, or you gonna choose to say, yeah. This shit is gonna happen, and I'm gonna let it affect me, and I'm gonna let it ruin my life. I'm gonna let it irritate me. I'm gonna let it slow me down. I'm gonna let it push me back. You're gonna make one of those two choices. Yep. And it's all about the mindset. You have to train yourself. And and just make the decision to just not let things get to you. I'm going to be all right. Because you said, I'm going to be provided with everything I need. So you know that. At what point do you apply that? It takes a lot. It takes a long time for some people and a short time for some people. It, there's no. It's a reprogramming. It takes time. Uh, it's buffering. Yeah, especially if you have to be reprogrammed. Mm-hmm. Because, like, it's different for everybody. Reese, don't you agree? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, like, for instance, let me make sure that I understand this, Michael. Mm-hmm. Basically, he's saying different people get it. So, awake at, awaken at different points in Correct. their life. It's not the same for everybody. Right. And then what if you have to be reprogrammed because you've been asleep for so long? Mm-hmm. Uh, and a lot of people have. And for me, it feels like, I feel like I'm like 16 years old. Mm-hmm. My emotional state, my curiosity, my my wonder and all of that kind of stuff, I feel like I'm youthful again it, internally, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Because there was an awakening of old from old programming and an awareness that there is an esoteric life. Hmm. You see what I mean? So it's kind of, yeah. I, I do get why it's termed re, reprogram. Mm-hmm. I get that because I kept feeling this. I keep feeling this feeling inside and then I'll reach out to Reese and I'll be talking, do you know about this? Of course I know she knows because mm-hmm. she's known it way before I did. But then I start talking to her about crystals and all this different stuff. The things that I'm, all, everything is so new to me and exciting to me. I don't feel like before I felt like I had wasted this many years. Now I'm feeling like I got all of this stuff to look forward to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just most definitely about living forward and not regretting that you did not know because it wasn't your time to know. But no, some mm-hmm. people don't. You wouldn't know how to embrace it anyway. He ain't that man, 39 years old on his mama porch. Yeah, he, 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 he hasn't, right? He hasn't. He hasn't uh, experienced what it needs for him to to awaken. 
Yeah, it's something I I definitely uh I, y'all know I be watching Yana fix my life because I be trying to fix my life on my own sometimes, but you know I she always uh exactly. you say what? <laughs> Reset tears, huh? Okay. Um, How about it? But you know, she's always, um, especially when people are going through things and they're they're stuck, and then you're saying like how you feel like you can breathe and all of this kind of stuff. I do believe that stuff happens to you in your childhood or whatever time in life, and you kind of get stuck there. And so Mm -hmm. you got to go back there and allow that younger version of yourself to breathe Mm -hmm. and and get through whatever it was that happened because obviously you haven't got through that and processed that and you haven't been able to move forward as you should have with age you know whatever those steps is you were supposed to take with those ages you ain't took them because you ain't let that that age breathe yep yes they say in uh uh people who subscribe to narcotics anonymous or alcoholics anonymous um, a lot of people who abuse drugs at an early age become emotionally stifled at the age that they first began their addiction. So they never emotionally mature any further. Yes. Right. Correct. And I, I, That's I with any kind of with, trauma. with hearing that because it sounded like an excuse to me. You know, when you are when you have blockages, you are very judgmental and very um, pessimistic. You know what I'm saying? What's the word? Uh, where you, you you don't believe shit nobody got to say? That's it, basically. Whatever uh, that is. Oh, <laughs> shit. Now you're trying to make me think. I mean, you... you... Uh, like, like I didn't. I was. I'm. You know this. I'm like, uh huh. Whatever. Yeah, you just don't believe shit. Um, you don't have. You don't have no trust I, in nothing. I, you, don't, you don't put honestly, nothing past nobody. I, I, I spent so much time dwelling in the negative part of my life that I felt like I only focused on the negative part. I still struggle with focusing on the negative part, so that allowed me to see the worst in people first. Likewise, there's very few people. There's very few people in my life that have ever received the benefit of the doubt. Most of the people in my life that I care about to, like, if they do something to hurt my feelings, I'll forgive them. Is because I have I give benefit of the doubt because their history has shown that they are of this quality of person, and they deserve the benefit of the doubt. It, I but struggle otherwise, with that as well sometimes. Uh, other, if I haven't known you that long, it's really easy for me to write people off. Yes. I always get that. Oh, why is it, it's just so easy for you to just drop this and just not give it out. Yes. Yes, it is. Yes. I think it is a blessing and, and a curse because um, yeah. there, are, there are certain things that should be fostered and nurtured and you should be able to disagree and agree to disagree or come to terms or whatever but you should be able to move past it with certain people however you know everybody is not supposed to be in your life forever it's the seasons and things of that so when those situations come where it's a person that should not have been there any longer that's perfect you know it's great let it go cut the ties move on to the next but when it's a relationship that should be nurtured and you're supposed to be benefiting and and um What's the word? Benefiting and also giving to the other person in the relationship yeah, some sort it's of something. To be a reciprocal type relationship where both right. That's when are it be- receiving some, you know, something from it. Right. That's when it becomes a curse because it's like, get over yourself, calm down, breathe, get through mm-hmm. it. But you can't do that because you got so much pride and you over there trying to guard your heart and make sure you don't wind up getting hurt and it's just like you probably hurting yourself more by not even dealing with the situation because you probably made some shit up in your head that didn't even happen. Well, and that also includes parents and children. Yes. So like I'm saying, at 39 years old, why is he back there after jail? That's where he got... 
because mama not gonna let him sit in the jail. That's her baby. She's still babyfying him, like Reese said, with her her mama, her daddy, and her child. He's a grown ass no. man. He's not a baby. What about Roxy? Roxy is dead. That's her baby. He's a grown ass damn man. Roxy is Roxy dead. Roxy is an innocent but, victim. But Roxy didn't come out the womb. No, he didn't. But at thirty nine years old, this man slung out. Now, if but he wasn't been. It's it's still very highly. find that little boy that got hurt in some kind of way as a child and are refusing to deal with that situation head on is what the problem yes. is. Yes. They all still yes. pacifying that little boy. It's very highly possible that that little boy was jealous of Roxy and Roxy's relationship with his mama, even though Roxy is a fucking dog. That's probably uh-huh. why Roxy got picked up and thrown 18 feet across the goddamn house and murdered. Because he was mad because you do more for this dog than you do for me. It's so like I'm I said, your dog. It, they still pacifying that little that boy. Don't matter. Oh, well, he would have been out. That, he's got to go. He yeah. would have still had his ass in jail. I want to know who got his ass out on a $5,000 bond. The girlfriend. <laughs> now, she could have done that. The mama probably bonded him out. If the girlfriend bonded him out, then we really got a problem, bitch, because you should have used that fucking money what to go get a room. Five G's when she, maybe she hit the stripper pole and got him the money. Well, then you should have went to go hit the stripper pole so y'all could get a room so wouldn't nobody be in this predicament and Rocky Roxy would still be here today. Yes, that is true. No, if somebody fuck a room, they need to invest in a down payment in an apartment to get a room. Well, if they just wanted to get to the boom boom room that quickly, they should have went and got a room because I don't understand why it was so severe and who needed to bust a nut so bad that they're going to go ask their mama. Can. That's why I say fucking should be the last thing on your mind when you got other priorities. Both of them need to be worried about where they're going to live instead of where they're going to fuck. You laid it low and you spread it wide. That's my whole issue. Why is that your concern when you have nowhere else to go? If it's really that bad, go on the side of the house. On the side of the I was just going to say, you couldn't get no car play. You know, go be risky. Go in the park. Go sneak in the bathroom somewhere where it's, you know, low volume uh, traffic in the store or something. You know, just no, uh, there are ways. you would rather go into this woman's home. And, and so you your mama's supposed to sit there and listen the to your 39-year-old self have sex? Or was she supposed to leave her house so you could get down with the get down? Exactly. She's just supposed to be up in there while y'all doing what y'all doing. Like, that's normal. Like, that's natural. They didn't have no backyard. (laughs) The dog got a house. Had a house. (laughs) Oh, Roxy. Exactly. (sighs) Roxy, rest in peace. He owe his mama a new dog. All dogs go to heaven. But he owes his can't mama a new dog. Replace a dog, and for whatever reason, I have a feeling with the animosity that he, in which he threw that dog eighteen feet is not a short distance. No, it's not. That's across That's the house. Pretty good. Yes. So with that type of anger and animosity, there was some deeper issues, definitely. So did he end up being able to? Oh, well, you said y'all said he went to jail. I said, did he at least still fuck the girl? I know he still didn't get none. <laughs> Well, it says that he left. He 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 threw Roxy across the room, and he left that poor suffering dog. So maybe he did leave and go beat up the pussy. Uh, maybe I don't know. Hopefully he did. Maybe he got some of that anger out, or maybe he dropped the soap when he got into prison. I don't know. But uh, he rest in peace to Roxy. Rest in peace. In his frustration, in his sexual rage, frustration. Man. 
Talk that about having an attitude because you ain't busted I'm a good nut. Right now, called the Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. He should have been living in the moment. When she said no, that was the moment. <laughs> it's time for you to get your bags, move the hell out of your mama's house, and find a place where you can bring a random home at any time you choose and screw them. But you see, he was living in the now, but he living in the wrong now because he done got so goddamn upset that he done killed that dog when he should have been focusing his energy and his, uh, his, his uh, mind somewhere else. It never would have happened had he never been thinking about, I mean, like, that to me is like the scenario of a person living at home with their mama, never have moved out, but they go and buy a brand new Escalade and put rims and shit on it. You ain't at home because your mama got bad health or nothing. You're not there to take care of her. You're living there. Yeah, you chunk her a couple of hundred dollars a month on bills and stuff because the house is paid for and all that kind of shit. But you living in your mama house and in your priority list, number one was for you not to go to school, not to put money in a savings account, but to go buy a fancy automobile and put rims on it so that you could ride through the neighborhood and feel like you're something that you should be aspiring to be. Fake confidence is no confidence at all. If it's things that bring you the enlighten the 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 fulfillment that you're looking for, you will always be looking for some shit. Very true. If it's people, you will always be looking for some shit. You gotta find it if within yourself. What, what exactly? You got to fulfill your own self. And that's self. the struggle that most of us have the hardest time with is looking on the inside and finding the things that most of us is in relationships that's jacked up because we attract what we are at that time. Mm-hmm. I just said that on Facebook the other day. These motherfuckers ain't, it's it's not always, oh, these niggas is raggedy. These, these niggas ain't shit. And then, oh, bitch, you ain't shit. That's why you keep running uh-huh. into these ain't shit ass niggas because you ain't shit. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. And whoever so you running out here trying to run and suck and fuck on is a direct reflection of what in the fuck you got going on on the inside of you. You nasty bitch. You're what? What did Iana say? You're a nasty, vile gutter snipe, right up out of the hood. Okay, <laughs> so it's you. I I have a a, a, a relationship with Iana that I have a hard time with from time to time. Because her not being a licensed therapist and some of the uh, commando tactics that she uses to and and to leave those wounds open without continued care could be a worse situation than what the person started off with. I don't think that they just end off on what they do on TV. I'm pretty sure they direct them somewhere. She got way too much under her belt and way too many years and way too much knowledge to know that you can't handle some of them situations that people handle and just leave them on their own. That's why she says at the end of every episode, my job is done. Now you got to go do something else. The work is still need to be done. The work don't stop getting done when the show is over with. On top of the fact that she has... What people don't know is she has licensed therapists and people on a team that work with her behind the scenes that you don't see on TV. Sometimes you do because they have to come out when them folks be acting irate and crazy and shit. You might see them on some of them little clips or whatever, but she's not the only one working with them on that show. Yeah, because then it's yourself. Like, you know, once the wound is healing, if you can't handle what you're going through, you know you need help. I mean, that goes back to the common sense. That goes to common you know, we right. want everybody to do it all for us. No, sometimes you still have to think for yourself. So, yes, the wound is open and you're dealing with it. It, it might, you know, it might wear you down. But then what do you do? Are you going to suppress back into that moment? Or are you going to go and try to feed it, you know what I'm saying, and get some more help? Right. Sometimes, you know, doctors need help. You know, but we always will need that help. That's what the good circle of friends are for. You know, all of that good stuff. But, you know. You have to make the effort. You have to do it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Nothing is going to be done for you. I can open the door. 
I can help you get to the, the halfway to make you understand. But then if you be like, okay. You can present the information. Yeah, it's yeah. up to that person yeah, they to, do, to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Some people like to reverse that. And, you know, like they that one show with uh, Debbie Allen. You know, she opened the door. The lady, Debbie Allen, the skater, knew she was in a bad, toxic thing. The, her husband was beating her up. He, uh, she sent him to a, a rehab. He didn't stay no more than a month. He, she sent her to Chicago. She didn't stay no more than two weeks. She went back into that relationship because she was comfortable. She didn't want to deal with it. She would rather be with this man that beat her and take her and his kids and be okay with her not having custody of her son and not dealing with life. That's her choice. That's the life that she is choosing to live. Even after you don't went on broad TV, you know, you was an Olympic skater. Like, you right. know, we regular people. You you were the first lady ice skating. Mm-hmm. That's, that's just what you want to go level back up. But no, that's not what she wants. And she was okay with it. And you know, and for other, and for us on the outside looking at it, we see it like that's sick, that's whatever, whatever. But for her, that's her normal. Yeah, that's her normal. And she's willing to accept her normal over the unknown, and the unknown for her oh, is scary. anything different. Yeah, that's scary. So, yeah, that's scary. You know, I rather I want to be uncomfortable. Yeah, I just want to be uncomfortable because I, I feel like you know when I'm so comfortable, I'm missing out on stuff, and you don't never get to know your true self when you just some of them situations but, I just don't understand no how you're not uncomfortable apparently uncomfortable enough right his Ain't uncomfortable moment should have been sitting in that damn jailhouse until the courts decided what to do with him that should have been his uncomfortable moment but no somebody decided they wanted to bail his little bitch ass out of jail and um, Roxy is still dead I hope they had a funeral for her him whatever it was um, everybody let's just have a moment of silence for Roxy Okay, and so rest in peace to Roxy. Uh, that concludes today's episode. Grow the fuck up. Get your priorities in in in, in uh, straight. Get them in straight. Wow. Uh, maybe I need to go back to Hooked on Phonics. I'll look on uh, line for that this evening. Uh, you guys, hopefully I can get my sentences right by next week, and then I can work on my priorities after that. I'll see you or. Maybe I won't see I won't see them next week. I never see them. I'll be back. How about that? <laughs>